Czech German Perspectives is brought to you by the Czech German Young Professionals Programme. To find out more about the network, visit our Facebook page by searching CGYPP. You are listening to a new episode of Czech German Perspectives, a podcast featuring a variety of voices from both countries and beyond. In this episode, we will have a look at the digital life's impacts on our well-being. Most of our work already now doesn't have to be done in the office anymore. Technology enables remote work when regular routes are shut down. Between a smartphone and a home-based Wi-Fi, most people can at least answer emails and get basic stuff done. But the very apps and devices that allow us to toggle between work at the office and working from the sofa can also make us feel that we are like working 24-7. There is increasing commentary and research about the effects digital technologies have on individuals' well-being, their level of stress, their ability to perform well at work and in social settings, their capability to focus their attention, their capacity to modulate their level of connectivity and their general happiness. We ask project managers, doctors, PR executives and teachers to comment on the following statement. Great technology should improve life, not distract from it. Do you ever feel distracted from yourself and your surroundings because of technology? And why? So I need and use technology for my work. And since I live abroad, far away from my family, technology helps me to stay in touch. So I don't feel distracted from my surroundings because technology is an important part of my life. And I believe I can work and connect with people better. Of course, everything has its limits. So after too much time spent on a phone or in front of a computer, you just want to switch everything off and escape for a while. But I wouldn't say it's technology's fault. It's more like you need more diversity in your daily activities. Sometimes I feel distracted by technology, especially I would take uh, the phone, for example. For example, if I want to read something or get into a deeper understanding of a text, it can distract me when messages arrive or some apps have updates or they have a news flash or anything like this. I feel distracted. I actually consider this great technology kind of disconnecting people because each one creates his or her virtual reality, getting actually disconnected totally from the real world and what's going on. But there is actually a way out. What we are looking for is called tech life balance, meaning using technology in a way that doesn't have a negative effect on one's personal life or relationship. Before we will present strategies of the tech-life balance, let's have a look into the past. In the 1970s and 80s, it was possible to entirely leave work at the office. In this area, most bosses did not have or even didn't want it, their employee's home number. There was, of course, no email, no internet, no smartphones, and virtually no way to contact you once you left the office. People could go home to relax with their families. They didn't need to worry that there would be any work required from them until the next day. 
Later, in the 1990s and early 2000s, people could still enjoy an element of private time. It was not until the mid-90s that business internet use became commonplace. Only a handful of people carried a sometimes bulky cell phone of the era and, with the exception of pagers, the methods by which the office could contact you on the outside of working were very, very few. But in today's wired society, it is virtually impossible to enjoy truly private moments. Smartphones, tablet computers and other mobile devices have become instant offices. Employees are able and oftentimes expected to be accessible and available for business needs at any moment. While this new phase of business certainly will not change anytime soon, there are methods by which today's workers can still enjoy a balance while still being a part of this technology scene. Let's listen to the personal strategies of our interviewees. I tend to use it as little as I can when I'm hanging out. For example, when I am in a family gathering or a friend's hangout or a sports event, I really try to minimize my usage for the smartphones or the technology if it's not for work reasons to get to know the real like surroundings around me and the people that I'm facing, not the people on the screen in another world, you know. Like I went to uh, like a camping event, some youth activists, and we decided just to close our phones totally for three days. You had no internet, no calls, no anything, which and somehow gives you the freedom to, to really have a spare time to like think in the world, to meditate, to do many things that are occupied generally by the technology around you because it somehow consumes your time subconsciously and you think that you have a full schedule where you are actually have nothing important in your hand but just like responding to the others. So for me, like as a conclusion, I think that somehow the technology is controlling us, not us controlling it. So uh, people like we are, we are talking to, they are controlling your time and your daily schedule. Unlike what thought that I am controlling my time. Yeah. My personal tech life balance is achieved by putting the phone on silent mode when being with friends, for example, and leaving the phone in the bag so I don't even see when messages or calls arrive. Only if it's very urgent, then I would leave it on the table, otherwise I would put it in my bag. And having it on silent mode, I also don't get distracted even when it's on the table. So another habit for a tech life balance is to switch off uh, the mobile data or Wi-Fi in order to not be connected to WhatsApp, for example, or Telegram. So when it comes to my personal tech life balance, the situation is 
pretty simple. If I don't need it, I don't use it. I'm not a fan of long phone talks or typing, so I don't feel like I have to control myself when using technology. One habit that I have is that I never check my emails before bedtime, but it's about finding out what's best for you and um, finding your own balance. I would also like to share my personal strategy. For already some time, I'm practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness typically involves pausing in some fashion to notice thoughts and sensations. Mindfulness can help individuals to increase their awareness of both internal and external triggers. Mindfulness also helps you to find automatic responses to thoughts, emotions and behaviors. It gives me personally the tools that make me less reactive, more resilient and ultimately more innovative and productive. Before we end this episode, I would like you to experience some mindfulness with me. Here comes an easy exercise. It is designed to open your ears to sounds in a non-judgmental way and indeed to train your mind to be less swarmed by the influence of past experiences and preconception. So much of what we feel is influenced by the past experience. For example, we may dislike a song because it reminds us of a breakup or another period of life when things felt negative. So the idea of this exercise is to listen to some music from a neutral standpoint, with a present awareness that is unhindered by a preconception. Therefore, please select a piece of music you have never heard before. You may have something in your old collection that you have never listened to, or you might choose to turn on the radio. Now close your eyes and put on your headphones. Try not to get drawn into judging the music by its genre, the title or the artist. Instead, ignore any labels and neutrally allow yourself to get lost in the journey of the sound for the duration of the song. Explore it by listening to the dynamics of each instrument. Separate each sound in your mind and analyze each one by one. Hone on the vocals, the sound of the voice, its range and tones. The idea is to listen intently, to become fully unwind with the composition without preconception or judgment. Don't think. Just hear. Enjoy your personal way to mindfulness and disconnect for some minutes from the digital world. Thank you for listening. And now, get offline.